This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer and I am back for another Friday Top Chef recap. Before we start today, I am in a little bit of a somber mood and if you already watched the Top Chef episode from this week, you will know why, but I won't I won't spoil it until we get to the end. But if you want to console me, feel free for the low low price of $50 to purchase a cameo from Jenny Wynn's daughter Carlin. Just kidding, please don't do that. That is my absolute worst nightmare, and I would really like somebody to get Carlin off of Cameo, please. For tonight's episode of Top Chef, we are skipping the quick fire. There is no quick fire this week. We are getting straight into the elimination challenge, and it is an Asian-inspired night market. I don't know how I feel about the lack of quick fire. I kind of like having a couple different things to focus on each episode. But at the same time, I get that this is a pretty involved challenge. They're each making their own dish, so there's a lot to get through. You know, it is what it is. I I think I prefer a quick fire, but I understand in this context why we maybe didn't have time. So we learned that one-fifth of the Houston population is made up of various different Asian communities. And these night markets that happen in Houston sometimes are a way of bringing Asian food, culture, all of that to Houston, which is super cool. So in the kitchen, they have 10 of the best local Asian chefs from Houston, and they are teaching our contestants about some of the different cuisines. So everybody has to draw their cuisine on a knife. And (laughs) we have one of our all-stars that's back is Chef Hung, the winner of Top Chef Miami. He's like way back in the day throwback. So it's fun that they're really um, bringing back a lot of different people. He asks if anyone is afraid to cook Indian food for Padma. I raised my hand at home, even though nobody's asking me to cook Indian food for Padma. Um, But the assignments are Chinese, Indian, Filipino, Vietnamese, and Japanese cuisines. I feel like for the most part, people are not that stressed out about these assignments. You know, there's a couple people that are like, I don't know what Indian food is. You know, not everybody is in their area of comfort necessarily, but it's not quite as bad as it is sometimes where they're like, I have no idea how to cook this food. So Joe gets Filipino food, which is her native cuisine. So she's very excited about that. Otherwise, I feel like they're pretty evenly split. You know, like Buddha gets Indian and he grew up in Malaysia with, I think his mom is Indian. So, you know, there's like some good, some good little dynamics going here, but everyone is kind of on an even playing field for the most part. So they're going to be serving 100 guests and they get to shop at a specialty market. Padma instructs them to use their BMW X5s to navigate the streets of Houston. I love the product placement. It's anything but subtle. But you know what? It makes me feel home. It makes me feel comfortable. I want to be in a BMW X5. If anybody from the BMW team is listening to this and you want to send me a BMW X5, I would say I'm open to that. So hit me up in a five-star review. Let me uh, let me know and I'll send you the address to forward that BMW to. So we have 
our little cooking lessons. Sarah's allergic to shellfish, but she's feeling reckless. She's not going to let it get in the way. Um, Joe, like I said, is used to eating Filipino food, so she's confident but also nervous because she reminds us lots of people on Top Chef have gone home cooking their cuisine. You know, it's not a free pass like you might think it is. So she's a little nervous. My baby Sam, he's passionate about teaching kids to cook. He's learning about vindaloo. He learns that aloo means potatoes, so he's going to make Sam aloo. (sighs) I can't think about it right now. But so the tasting stations are fun. You know, Jackson's still talking about having COVID. He can't taste anything. Honestly, grow up, get a life, get over it. But so they are grocery shopping for 100 people, which is just the most stressful thing I can imagine. I cannot grocery shop for my family of one. That is me, myself, and I. I like I go in the grocery store and I'm like, I guess I'll get like chips, apples, cereal, ice cream. You know, I it, it is such a struggle for me to even leave the store with like four cohesive things that I can put on a plate together, let alone a hundred portions worth of food. And we see later at the prep station, Jay has 35 different ingredients. Like, I couldn't go in a store and even pick out 35 different things that could possibly go in the same dish together. And she's set up at this little fucking tent with her little plastic containers. And I just don't understand, how do people do this? I know I've I've watched this show before. I've seen other cooking shows. You know, I've seen Gordon Ramsay screaming at people for, you know, overcooking the risotto. That's how he says it. I know it's a risotto. But like, it's just so unfathomable to me. And I guess, you know, Tom and Tom and Gail and Padma are a little bit like, girl, what are you doing? But to see so many different ingredients, I'm like, it stresses me out to have to put like three things on a sandwich. I just, I don't want to talk too much about how bad I am at cooking because honestly, it will depress me. But so, yeah, they're in the kitchen, they, they're prepping, and then the next day they're going to have one hour to prep on site. You know, the, honestly, the cooking process for this challenge is not that interesting. I feel like we don't necessarily get a lot of drama in the kitchen per se, aside from my sweet, sweet Sam, when they're packing up their prep stations to go to the place where they're going to have the night market. He forgets his potatoes. They're like sitting in the little thing on the stove, the bowl. Oh my God. And you're just watching it. And I just... It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. But we're going to persevere. We're going to talk about these tastings because there's lots of great food happening. Sorry. Wow. I need to get it together. What the fuck is happening? Oh my God. I promise I'm okay. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So Sam is now going to grill his potatoes, which sounds great, right? Sounds great. Jay has her 35 ingredients. The judges arrive. Gail looks stunning with the slick back power pony. Padma has her ACLU pin on her on her jacket. We love to see it. 
And they go through one by one tasting these foods. And honestly, most of it looked delicious. Evelyn has a little Vietnamese chicken salad on a crisp. I'm not even a chicken salad person, but that looked quite delicious. So Luke and Buddha both make samosas. And honestly, when they were talking about it, I was like, I think Buddha's going to make the better samosa, partially because I like him more. You know, like when you like someone, you're always like, I bet they're going to do good. But also he was saying his mom is part Indian. Like they, I thought he was going to kind of have a good handle on it, but his samosa really falls short of Luke's. Luke does a crab and corn samosa. Buddha's has chicken in it, but Buddha fries his puff pastry, which is apparently very displeasing to the judges. I'm a little confused because I believe Luke also fried his samosa, but maybe he used a different kind of pastry. I don't know. Again, this is something where I'm like, I listen to what the judges are saying. I take it in, but that doesn't mean I understand it. Nick does a Japanese like fried chicken, which looks incredible. Jay does a Chinese stir-fried udon noodle. That looks delicious. There are some stumbling blocks, though. Um, Ashley does a Chinese beef skewer, and the beef is, you know, a little chewy, a little tough. And also, she has these daikon radishes that are just like, it's like a big chunk, a hunk of radish. And I mean, this is something where I clearly am no expert, if you've listened this far. But normally, I would expect that to be like shaved or, you know, sliced thin. And I don't want like a cube of radish in my mouth. That sounds gnarly. But yeah, everybody, for the most part, I would say does a pretty good job. There's um, Robert does a Filipino chicken thigh. Uh, Monique does a little rice cake with beans and pork belly. That sounds particularly delicious to me. Damar gets a lot of praise for his ham hock miso soup. A lot of people are doing interesting things with the cuisines, kind of giving their own spin on it or in putting a little bit of their own kind of cuisine into it. Um, Evelyn does a little avocado crema on her Vietnamese food, which like they end up really liking. But that brings us to Sam. His Sam Alu with the grilled potato is uh, universally disliked by the judges. They basically are like, why'd you grill the potato? And he's like, I'm trying something new. Okay. Spoiler alert. It's not a spoiler. You're listening to this. Sam goes home. And the thing for me is I don't really get his strategy of he never admits or tells the judges that the grilled potato wasn't the plan. Like, we all saw him leave those boiled potatoes behind at the prep kitchen. So the grilled potato was fully, like, plan C. Whereas he's telling the judges, like, "Ah, I wanted to try something new. I wanted to be different. I wanted to be out there and creative. And it's like, yeah, that was your, like, backup plan. But I feel like he almost makes himself seem a little bit foolish for thinking that the grilled potato would be good. When in reality, I feel like if he told the judges, like, look, 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 I know this isn't the way it's supposed to be done. I was in a pinch and I tried something and, you know, I was being creative. I was being enterprising and it didn't work out. I just feel like that might've been received a little bit more warmly by the judges. But overall, yeah, he's in the bottom with Buddha and Ashley, and he is sent home. Uh, full disclosure, I'm recording this a little early, so I have not seen Last Chance Kitchen yet, so I'm on pins and needles waiting to see if Sam is going to stick around in Last Chance Kitchen. I'll let you know on next week's episode. But getting to the tops of the week, we have Evelyn, Jackson, and Jay. They all did a great job. Honestly, aside from the three in the bottom, maybe nobody did like a horrible job. This has been a pretty solid season so far. Jay wins the challenge and she wins $10,000. Padma doesn't tell us who the $10,000 is furnished by. I feel like I'm like 
floating in the wilderness without knowing who is furnishing this cash prize. But overall, I'm very happy for Jay. She is seems very sweet and fun. And also, she is Korean, but she was making Chinese food for the first time. And so that was really it's exciting. It's always fun on this show to see somebody really succeed at something they haven't done before. And it's similar, Jackson, who is, you know, not one of my favorites, he said that he had never made Vietnamese food before. And so he only really knew about pho, which is delicious, but that's not a street food. So he kind of converted some like pho flavors into a spring roll, which is really smart and good for him. I still don't like him, but you know, we're all about learning, growing, caring, sharing here. So maybe Jackson can redeem himself in my eyes, but I think you should stop talking about having COVID because let's be honest, nobody cares. That's going to do it for today. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Batches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.